This is Living As You. When was the last time you heard someone ask you, hey, how is your mental health? Usually you're walking around campus, you're walking around a beautiful sunny day and someone walks up to you, what do they normally say? Hey, Patrick, how are you doing? How's your day going? Tell me about your family. Tell me about what you're up to right now. Where are you off to? How many people have you encountered in the last week month, perhaps even six months, that have come up to you and said, hey, how are you doing mentally? How's everything going with work in terms of fear, confidence level, anxiety? How can I help? Are you taking time out of your day for you? Are you putting enough time for sleep, for meditation, for reflection, for doing the things that will bring you joy. Mental health and thinking about the brain in general has been a roller coaster of a ride for me throughout my life. And growing up, I I didn't really think about mental health often uh, because of all my injuries, especially with my hip surgeries. Having three hip surgeries in the last five years, I've been pretty consumed with my own physical health. Growing up, constant routine between school and tennis. You always start tennis with stretching. You end with foam rolling at night. Hey, maybe I might have tweaked my hip. So I'm jumping on the ice, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. How often did I think about my own mental health throughout my day-to-day routine? Not much. Coming to Notre Dame was one of, if not the hardest decisions, the hardest events of my life. Growing up in such a loving family, two parents, one brother, you're younger than me, I felt their constant love, their overarching, abounding love always. If I had a problem, I could go up to mom and start talking to her about, hey mom, this is what happened at school today. If I was struggling at tennis, I always knew Michael would be right there by my side saying, Patrick, you got this, next one. We got this, let's go. And if I ever just really was deep in the hole with school or not, Knowing what the future would bring, I could always go up to my dad and say, Dad, can we talk? Coming to Notre Dame was an incredible step in terms of confidence, self-growth, and it challenged me. It challenged me a lot mentally. Coming to Notre Dame, I did not know who Patrick Quinn was. My identity had been so rooted in my family for so long throughout my time at Jesuit High School in Portland, Oregon, throughout my time in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania from fourth to seventh grade, throughout my time in Naperville, Illinois from first to fourth grade, that I never truly had to make many decisions. Okay, what am I going to have for breakfast? What socks am I wearing today? Am I picking uh, the Rafa headband or the Roger headband? That's what I thought about on a day-to-day basis. Coming to Notre Dame coming to college, stepping out of my comfort zone, leaving that immediate comfort of my family was the hardest thing I have ever done. Freshman year kind of looked like this. Coming into Notre Dame, we're hyped. Football season, let's go. 
as my parents both went to Notre Dame, I thought I knew Notre Dame. I thought I knew what to expect coming here, freshman year, fall, let's go Irish. Okay, we did go four and eight that year, but it doesn't matter. Freshman year brought trauma. Freshman year brought pain. Freshman year brought loneliness. My mental health that year was worse than it's ever been in my life. I was challenged more that year, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, than I had experienced the previous 18 years of my life. That was the first moment of my life that I began to think about mental health and taking care of myself mentally. Yes, I was interested in medicine. Yes, I'd had two hip surgeries and countless other injuries. Physical health was a passion of mine. Rolling out every day, stretching, icing, bands exercises. But how often did I think about my mental health? Not much. Throughout that roller coaster of a year, I discovered who I was through the pain of feeling alone, through walking into the dining hall and not knowing who to sit with, from walking around the Hesburg Library here in South Bend for 10 minutes carrying my books, looking for the perfect spot because I was so terrified that something was gonna happen if I didn't find that perfect fit. Freshman year was hard, but it taught me a lot. It taught me the importance of taking time throughout your day to make sure that you are thriving mentally. Because when you think about it, when you take a step back and analyze your life right now, you look at yourself in the mirror, look at the habits that you engage in every single day. And I guarantee that at least half, if not more, have to do with your mental health. That time that you take to reflect, that time that you are alone in bed thinking about why do I wanna get out of my bed today? What is there to do? Who is going to love me? That plays a role in your mental health. The last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, mental health is starting finally to become relevant in our society that has been consumed, obsessed with physical health, physical illness, cancer, other ailments that affect us physically, that we can see with our eyes. It's only been, it's taken too long, but it's been the last five, 10 years in which mental health is actually considered relevant. It's actually considered, it's starting to be considered okay to tell someone, hey, I am struggling mentally today. I am down. You know what? I am struggling with anxiety and I am strong enough to tell someone because I do need help. Or even fear, doubt, normal anxiousness before a test. Maybe one day you wake up and you are not feeling it that day. That is okay. We all struggle with normal fear and doubt. That is what it is to live in this human world on this earth. There is nothing wrong with that. But yes, there still is a stigma in the society that you can't go up to someone and say, I am struggling with my mental health today. Again, like I asked you, how often do people ask how you are doing mentally? Probably not that many. One of my goals in life is to allow people to realize we all are going through something mentally. We all are struggling with something that is deep in our heart, that is consuming our mind on a day-to-day basis. And it is okay, it is beautiful, it is essential to reach out to people when 
you are going through a normal doubt and fear. And to not judge that, but instead love yourself. That you are human and you are strong enough to embrace that. That you are human, you have doubts, and you need to take some time every day just to sit with yourself and breathe and look in the mirror and say, I am worthy. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of loving myself, of loving other people, of enjoying this day like it's the last day I'm gonna be on this earth. I encourage everyone in this world to take some time every day to focus on their mental health. Yes, physical health is important. It will always be important. Your doctor, when you always go to your primary care physician, will tell you to eat healthy, to get sleep, to exercise. But what about meditation? What about reflection? What about journaling? What about just sitting and looking at yourself in the mirror one time every day and smiling, giving yourself that confidence to say, you know what? No matter what challenge I'm going through right now in my life, I will overcome it. I will get through it. And I am not alone. I am not alone. There are people in this world who love me and care for me. And even if I can't see that in this moment, they're there. And they will be by my side throughout this challenge. Since freshman year, personally, mental health has meant the entire world to me. Every day, currently, I'm taking more and more time out of my day to spend with myself, thinking about my mental health, prioritizing. That looks like 15 to 20 minutes of meditation, of sitting in silence, focusing on my breath, perhaps focusing on a single word, worthiness. I am worthy. I am strong. This also takes the form of journaling before I go to bed, writing down, taking five minutes to write down the things that I am so grateful for. Despite the challenges of the day, the ups and downs, the turbulence, the joys, there's so much to be grateful for. Writing down five to 10 things right before I go to bed in a journal makes me feel like I can physically close the book on that day and go to bed feeling at peace, knowing I gave my best. I did my best, no matter the time I had, no matter the people I interacted with, no matter my priorities that day. Whether that also looks like taking minutes out of my day to just sit and reflect and think about what just happened, rather than just going throughout the busyness, the day-to-day life, back to back to back to back. That gives me a sense of peace of worthiness, of confidence to say, I know exactly what I am getting myself into. I challenge each of you in regards to one aspect of your life, think a little deeper about mental health. When we as humanity are strong and thriving mentally, that is when the rest of our life will take shape. When you are doing mentally well, when you are confident, when you are feeling at peace, it doesn't matter what the world will throw at you. It doesn't matter the challenge you are going through, the extent to your suffering, the extent to your depression, your anxiety, your fear. You will have the tools to overcome that. But this 
takes a little bit of effort. I'm not saying get out there and meditate 30, 40, 50 minutes a day as much as that will change the brain structure in your brain and give you peace. I'm just talking about five minutes. Starting tomorrow, what is something you can do for five minutes to increase your mental health, to increase your confidence, to increase your peace? So that when you go throughout your day-to-day life, that little bit of confidence, jolt, energy, joy that you might feel from that reflection, from that time smiling at yourself in the mirror, from that, those positive words of encouragement that you give to yourself, that that may light a spark that will then allow you to overcome the challenges of your life. I challenge each of you to think for five minutes right now. What can I do tomorrow? What's one area of my life that I can improve in terms of mental health? What is one concrete thing I can do to improve my mental health? It takes time, but every minute you spend thinking more about your mental health will transform your life forever you will see it immediately. You will feel more confident. You will have the tools and what it takes to tackle the challenge that you're going through and to say yes to your calling and to be there for others around you who need you more than you need yourself. Mental health is a journey. It's taken us as a society far too long to get to the point where we are and we still have so far to go in treating mental health, in prioritizing it, and just relaying the message that it is okay, and not only okay, it is phenomenal and vital to our health as human beings to take a little bit of time every day to say yes to your brain. 